things are going well, be calm. Don't think you're on top of the world in a sense. You always got to be wary because I've seen it. I've seen people come. I've seen people go. I've seen them come. I've seen them go. You got to be chill. You got to like just take what's good in your life and move forward cautiously and carefully. And, and thank God that you, that you have that. Just it's very, very important not to, to overextend yourself when you're when you think you, you know, you've got it, there's no such thing. Everybody's expensive. Let's see, before we even start, let's end with this one too. Only one sentence in the Bible about how you should choose a partner. And it says that you should choose someone that you could go to war with. Mm, I like it. That, that works. That's legit. It's a team effort, a relationship, right? And would you purposefully choose a particularly vulnerable teammate because you're always going to be the person that's out in front? Probably not. We got some more before we start. Hold up. I think there's at least one more. Matter of fact, let's start like this. Said I like my dick sucks sloppy. You know. Said I like my dick sucks sloppy. Uh-huh. Make me wanna tell somebody. Suck it like it is a baby girl. I want some head. When you done, I better be dead. Touch it and lick it right there. Check, check. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Alright, let's get this real shit Yo. going. Let's go. Jack Harlow dropped this week. Hey, you dropped the project? Yes, sir. Oh shit. Jack man. Ambitious. 14 euro grades going down as I'm stacking up zeros, but not did the Nero. Peach fuzz coming in, cool kid, but my hair cut like I'm a weirdo. Peyton Siva Montrez Harrell, scuffed up kicks, old navy my apparel, and I'm coming in my girl like I'm sterile. Told him my whip, I thought I had a green arrow. I was never meant to be a college applicant. Fuck, I look like going to college after this. Class clown type that like to holler at the chicks. Friend group solid as it gets. Recording in my room. Let's set the mood. Let's set the mood. Today's show about to be. It's about to be jokes. I'm letting y'all know that. I just read that. Danny Lay. Oh, she got some new shit out. I kind of like it. Bongo, bongo. 
How you start the song like that? I gave you all of my time And spend it on your waist I ain't mad at it Sweet as every way Eat it till it's sorbet Shit ain't been in vain You should let it marinate Put it on my plate That's the dinner date I'ma grab your face In between these legs It's tasty It's tasty Damn, she just straight up the game It's tasty yeah, I like this. I like this. Straight up the fucking gate. Dripping down your thigh, that's my favorite mess. Alright, Coley Ray. Let's see what you got. Okay, this is definitely some shoulder work right here. Huh? Coyle Ray. Yeah, Johnny. <laughs> Catching just boo. I got death flu. When I touch down. Get loose, loose, pull up in a spaceship, call me Neptune. Mm. Two step, hit a slide when I walk through. Wrist watch, got a uh, big cup. Uh, Hating assholes, get yeah, that bitch a big out. Uh, Sitting on top, get these bitches better. Get these bitches, come on. If you ain't getting money, I ain't fucking with you. Uh-uh. Go and grab your calculator. Add it up. Go mm. and pop that pussy like a percolator. Throw it back. <laughs> Every day my birthday, you should celebrate me. Come mm. on. This is for them hating ass bitches. Get them bitches in the back. Bitch, I got a box. Yeah. Bitch, I got a box. Yeah. I got bops. She do got yeah. bops though. Bitch, I got she, bops. She definitely do got bops. They trying to throw rocks. They think that is hopscotch. I pull and up the show stop. Really like, I ain't like Cyclops. What else? Now, before we play this record, D, yo, it's probably the record of the summer. Really? I think so. Okay. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Gotta stop it. Yo! You gotta stop it. She said, go to PA, PA with, with that, that shit. shit. You gotta stop it Fuck. at that point. Yo, Scarlip, salute to you, Quinn. I see you out here heavy. Every other DJ I talk to, they talk about you. That 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 tells me all I need to know about the summer for you. It's gonna be it's gonna be yeah, a while. Summer's summer. over. Summer, summer's over. It's, she gonna have a great summer. Yeah, summer's over. Once I seen Buster Rhyme co signing, I said, Yeah, it's over. I mean Swiss beats. Swiss, I mean Swizzy on the beat. Yeah, and this beat is hard. So it's over already. This beat is hard. This, this, this is that hard. New York sound we needed though. Yeah, yeah. We've been playing a lot of drill, a lot of all. This that real New York shit right here. This with Connie Diamond. Oh Connie, we all oh, we love some Connie. With there. Lola Brooke. Oh, we love some Lola. 
We love some Lola. It, it's it could be a gutter summer coming from the women, which is different. I mean, we we love we have to say we love Ice Spice too, but not in the same context. Yeah, nah, because yeah, yes. she don't fit in this. She definitely don't fit in this. I mean, she her ass is fat this. enough; it might fit in some jeans, but it don't fit in this conversation. That look like a regular girl to me, bro. All right, man, all right, she cool. don't got no outstanding all right. assets, bro. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Skims by uh, Kim. Her body, oh, I, I, I will say that, but I didn't see. That's about it. I didn't see 16 ice spices on my way here. Oh damn. Okay. Right. Yeah. The only thing different is that curly fro. And uh, the girls um, are liar. Yeah. The girls are liar. Um. <laughs> let's get straight into the shit. Uh, unless you got an all man that's that's pressing. Uh, do I have an all man? Mm, nah, not necessarily. Life is good. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Life I would say so. I think uh life is good on this end as well. You gotta yeah. you gotta appreciate it when life is calm like in the beginning how they say you gotta appreciate when life is calm and shit ain't going too crazy. Can't get too excited about it. Yeah. But you can't don't don't be ungrateful Correct. for life being in a good place. Correct. So um I think that that's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things moving in a lot of different ways and just navigating through it. Yeah. So, yeah, everything everything is good. Unfortunately, we cannot say that for Tyrese, the good yeah. the good <laughs> the good brother. Well, how much? Six hundred and twenty five thousand, some wild number like that. Yeah, half, half a ticket. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got he got to take a seat and then pay that. Um, you you know shit fucked up when the nigga appears on camera. Asking for civil rights, civil rights, uh, civil, civil rights, rights lawyers, lawyers to, to walk in to, to come in and, and fucking be to represent to represent. That means that number's whooping his ass. And on top of that, he had a dashiki on of all things. He had a dashiki I and a kufi. This nigga had a kufi on and a dashiki. <laughs> ain't speak one lick of fucking Arabic or no African dialect. This motherfucker, my brother. Why would you do that, my brother? Why would you do that? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> my brother bro. My brother Why Bro The man Had on The kufi <laughs> Like this shit Was Wakanda forever right. bro What demons Is this nigga fighting He's facing a lot <laughs> He's facing a lot that, And that's why That's why Shorty said She would've uh, That's why when Shorty Was rubbing his Fucking bald head The other day That's why she said What she said that's About she my said man Paul she- Walker That's why Things to be done according to the law. Oh God! I'm also gonna call on my brother. I don't even know if this Benjamin is a kufi now that I'm looking at it. Join this. this shit a beanie. This nigga had a beanie and a dashiki. A beanie is bad. Who is beanie dashikis don't go. Black woman <laughs> that, that who is literally disrespected by this judge. His full name sitting on the bench. His name is Judge Kevin M. Farmer. M as in Mary. Judge <laughs> Kevin. M Not M as in Michael, but M as in Mary. Attempted Damn. to get this man thrown off this the bench. This crazy. His case was presented to other judges. They read the transcripts. They seen how he handled himself. All. That's why he yeah. ain't been in no movies lately. He said this. That's why. In the private chambers of his office. In Not f- enough of that bullshit. Yeah. 
This why he hasn't. That's this why. This why. This why. This is the last Fast and Furious. They tired of this nigga rowing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is his last check. He better save his coins. This is literally his last one for a long time. He better save his coins, man. Yeah. I don't know. Nigga, unless you got a fire album that's on the way, nigga, you can recoup. I don't think it's gonna happen though. I'm sorry, Tyrese. I don't think. I, I mean, of course, we love everybody. We definitely love it, and. Let's not get it fucked up. We love Tyrese. We do. Tyrese, we gotta just call it out. He just end up and fuck shit too much. Tyrese, you're on some bullshit right now. And it's always with your kids and the baby mamas associated with them. Yeah, and the fact that the judge ruled in favor. The judge ruled in favor of her lets me know you fucked up. And and I'm sorry. Calling for the civil rights lawyers just it did it for me, dogs. Like that did it for me. Like Ty. Black Todd, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, I don't know. That's a lot. I get it. You was trying to say the judge was racist. Uh, I think that was the angle you was going for. But you got to pay You gotta pay for them kids, man. Tyrese. Got to pay for them kids. Sorry. Mr. Gibson. Mr. Gibson. The joke is out. Um, Now, I don't want to be insensitive. Okay. So we will preface this by saying mental health is a real thing. Mental health is definitely a real thing. But also, (laughs) but also, to the contrary, some of y'all niggas be using mental health for everything. Right. Yeah. I said that to somebody the other day as well. I was like, bro, every mental health can't always be the catalyst, nor should it be used as a scapegoat to to deflect. You actually, you just be doing stupid shit. Beating off on the plane? Beating off on the plane. Sounds great. Although there was that one time I was dating a girl, she almost gave me head on the. See, but that's yeah, different. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think that's different. I think yeah. if you with your partner, you know, what I mean, you got that six hour flight to Cali, right? It was it was a five hour flight to um, I think DR. Okay, five yeah. hours to DR. Yeah. They give you the little blanket, yeah. right? They turn off the lights. Nah, she's trying to do it in the. It was broad day. I mean, she's different, but <laughs> I'm just I'm just painting the picture. <laughs> I'm just painting the picture. Yeah, you know I mean, she get they get the little blanket, they turn off the lights on the plane. Bruh. Your girl might try to give you a little she nigga, sloppy top. She was trying to do it where a nigga was watching. She was trying to get you a sexual assault case. That's what a sexual a sexual something case. Something. She, I was, I you was, was leaving there with something. Good God almighty. Hey, you was leaving there with something. Good God almighty. Um but to to actively yeah actively like are you fully aware of your hand and your uh, penis erecting in your hand and you create the motion of an elevator going up and an escalator going down in a forward motion not not horizontal a vertical movement motion and you proceed to do that D- did he bust. I, I think so It was a lot <laughs> happening Apparently the stewardess Came by Uh huh And he said something like Yo I'm just bricked up I got bras in Atlanta <laughs> Legacy I don't but, think they have it at Atlanta Airlines Okay Alright <laughs> This might have been Delta Okay <laughs> Fuck Not Delta Not Delta According to the documents Designer said that he was aroused By the flight attendant Oh my god And kind of showed her Oh shit Showed her uh, the magic stick. Dun, dun, dun. Thinking it would give her encouragement. But it didn't. Designer claimed he he wasn't under the influence, saying he was prescribed meds in Thailand, but hadn't taken them. Oh, fuck. 
See, this why you gotta take your medication. No, he's trying to run from a sexual harassment case. That's what that is. Oh well, because that's exactly what that is. If she files, she's probably gonna win. So, and that's why this nigga said he's going through a mental health crisis. Nigga, right now there's a pending thing happening right now where her lawyer is trying to push some paperwork. <laughs> that's what the fuck is really happening. Like that's that's my story. Like. If there is true mental illness going on and there could be with design, naturally I want to be sensitive to that. But this don't sound like that. Well, I'm when, sorry. When I met designer a few years ago and he was pulling up in a Lambo, I used to do valet parking. He looked so fucking happy with that girl that was on the side of him. She had the mean fatty. This was about 2014. He didn't give me mental health issues. Now, things could change. You know, we're almost 10 years into the future. And he did put out a record last year, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, let's be real. Designer hasn't had a hit. A hit since 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 Timmy Turner. If you even want to call that a hit. If you want to, yeah. I mean, Timmy Turner got a bop, though, to Timmy Turner. He got a bop. It's a bop. You know what but, I mean, but he really hasn't had a hit since his breakout record. Right. Panda. Panda. Which was, I mean, that, that broke the record on that piff. The record was huge. That record's still huge. And everybody thought it was future at yeah, first. Yeah, I was like, and this they, future record is insane. Yeah, who's this who's this designer nigga? And we thought he was next up for a little bit. Kanye jumped on his shit. <laughs> really robbed the shit. On, yeah. <laughs> but he hasn't seen success in a while. And that could the worst could thing in the world mental health. I think is being up, up. And then being down. And then being down and not knowing how to get back. In the words of XAB, you broke boys down bad. Sell a brick, then. <laughs> but rap attack them back, back. <laughs> some niggas don't know how to sell a brick. Some niggas don't. <laughs> so, some niggas don't know how to sell a brick. Kinda so when take niggas back to the band, though. Yeah, like sometimes, and this is a deeper conversation now, but sometimes you have to struggle to know how to get out the struggle. You have to know what you look like in struggle. Damn. And what you would do when you're in that space of struggle to get out of it because struggle was going to come in some way, shape, or form. And you got to find a way to bounce back. And if you've never been in that position, not saying that he has it, but at least in his music thing, he it was almost like the shit was handed to him. He had that breakout Facts. record. Yeah. He didn't have to really work for it. Nah. It just kind of, you know, I'm not saying the pre-work, but once it, it blew up, he it was like he just got accepted onto the scene. And he didn't have to do any extra work for it, unlike right. a nigga who might have been pushing for 10 years, maybe never got their music heard. Doing shows. Doing shows. And was like, I I know how to return back to that if right. I need to. Right, because I, I don't know how many shows he did before he blew up because he just, to me, kind of came out of nowhere. Which a lot of these artists out of the, you know what I mean? You, I mean, you, you had to educate me a little bit about Scarlett. I didn't even know she was out for a minute. I didn't know. I, you know, even, even, um, even Connie Diamond. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean that's what happens. Yeah. They they do feel like they come out of nowhere. You know what I mean. I do feel like at this point, some of the newer generation might be a little removed from us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, these kids is blowing up, putting a record on the internet, not going to a spot and killing the killing the show. Right. They're literally putting a rap, and they're probably not even really a rapper. They just put together a really good song. And it just, it, that song, not the song itself, the energy that's now being built after the song is on the internet, that takes storm. Right. And and it's a different world with that. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm not saying it's better or worse. Um, it takes a different type of effort. It takes a different type of know-how to 
know how to put your shit on the internet and get it to go. Right. A lot of niggas is paying the blogs. A lot of niggas is paying uh, the, these, uh, the, these, these music sites as well. Like bread to really get it in a particular rotation to get the algorithm to hit a certain way. Right. Certain hashtags. But I will say the song still has to sound good. The song in order still for has it to yeah. pick up. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, and you you knowing that and having the talent to do that, I'm not going to take that away from anybody. No. But it is a different, like, era from the time where you would be in a, you would go to a big venue or mm-hmm. you would get booked to do a big venue mm-hmm. and they would be a scouting agent there. Right. And being like, oh, shit, this nigga's this, talented. This person's next. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't, that ain't that, it. That's not happening no more. You know, but um, prayers to designer. Press, this, press his penis too. Yeah, he put his penis through a you, lot. Of it, he probably was beating the shit out that shit too. I mean, he bro, he had to because for you to get all the way to mental health, nigga. He, I don't, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think he came on the flight. Nah, he came. I think he came. I don't, I don't think he came. I think if I'm not mistaken, I read some shit that said he came in the in the like a rag or some shit was on the floor or some foolishness. What some, the fuck? Some so, nasty shit, so where bro. Did the cum go? Did, did the cum was the cum in between his fingers, like in, in between his cuticles? Let me see if I can find. Okay, please f- find the photo too. Yeah, let me. Let me. I mean, he did say he checked himself into a mental health institution. Oh my god, we know that part. Um, it says designers facing legal trouble for exposing himself on the airline. Mm, indecent exposure, you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> the feds say he masturbated in front of flight attendants, mid flight, and seemingly pretty nonchalant about it. Oh, uh, or shit. seemed pretty nonchalant oh, about it. That mean he came. Bizarre incident. Uh, he had his penis out while sitting in first class on a Delta. Damn, it was Delta. Um, and masturbating while in the seat. Flight attendants allegedly told him multiple times to stop. <laughs> yeah. Imagine telling a nigga stop, and he like, I'm a holo. Hold on. I got bros in LA. Having to tell a nigga to stop beating off on the flight is crazy. Telling a nigga stop beating off when he's almost about to bust is crazy. When he about to boop. Timmy, 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 turn it. Timmy, 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 turn it. It says. God damn, we horrible. Multiple stops, and he eventually was taken to the back of the plane. Wait, wait. To finish. <laughs> to fucking finish. Wait, wait, wait. wait. This shit is getting crazy. <laughs> Where he was monitored by two of his friends. Wait, your friends watch you finish off? Yo, I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all got to picture this shit with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> this so, nigga's beating. Where was the friends when he started beating so off? Me and you was his friends. And he's in the middle and he's of us. In the mid- and we like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro. Yo, you got to chill. Calm down, bro. Yo, you got to chill out, bro. Bro, we, bro, we almost at the hotel, yo, we, bro. Yo. We almost about to get off the bro. Damn. Calm, like, nigga, calm and then nigga. he t- And then he goes past you to the flight attendant and is like, Yo, my shit lit, right? What's up? Because apparently he tried to finesse her with the look at my dick. And she looking at you like, <laughs> grotesque. I'm going to get my manager. Yeah, I'm going to get my money. Right. I'm about to get my <laughs> money. Yeah, you right. Fuck my manager. I, you know what? I don't even want to be a flight attendant no more. I want to get paid. All right. She's going to sue for at least a million dollars. See? Yeah. The FBI affidavit says that a jar of Vaseline <laughs> dropped into the aisle as he was getting up to switch seats. 
<laughs> Yo, this has been another episode of the Hassan Podcast. You guys have a blessed one. What See you guys next week. <laughs> what in the what in the massaging jelly is <laughs> what in the petroleum jelly is this? Yo! A jar. Yo, this nigga had a whole setup, bro? Did he have a warm wet rag with him as well? They said a jar. Bro, a jar? <laughs> Yo, this nigga. I don't know. A this jar seems- of Vaseline is wild. This is first degree masturbation. <laughs> this was premeditated. This nigga said first degree <laughs> masturbation. This was premeditated, bro. He, he planned to be off on that plane, son. Talk about some yo. I'm just so horny. I can't do nothing about it. This blows his whole uh, mental health thing out the window because they're gonna be like, "Are you sure you weren't in your right state of mind? Because you literally still had a jar of Vaseline with you. You had two niggas with you, and you had two guys monitoring. <laughs> mo- not you monitoring you, your you, penis. You in your telling head. me the two niggas with you, and maybe it was more. It only said that two friends went to the back to monitor him. Two he- friends went in the back watching you beat off. <laughs> Yo, hit it from the left, bro. It'll, Yo, it'll bro, make it quicker. Hur- bro, hurry up. Bro, hurry up. Yo, don't squirt that shit on me, bro. Yo, please. I don't want to rush you, nigga, but and I and nigga. I want to sit back down. Though. I want to sit but don't don't come in my chair. Yeah, come on, bro. Coming in my chair goes crazy. How much Vaseline he had on his dick? <laughs> ah! Ah, my eye! Cause it sounded like the nigga took a little, you know what I mean? A he, scoop. He took, <laughs> nigga said a scoop. This nigga scooped he it said, up. Let's bro. go, coach. <laughs> Go coach. All right, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Brian DeMarco. Hold on, hold on. Run nah, it back. DeMarco, DeMarco. We're going to run it back real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shit like that. And we're back. <laughs> um, Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson got fired on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. So, what does that tell you, bro? Because... We could call it a coincidence. We could say it's, you know, happenstance. But I feel like, especially in media, mm-hmm. they be talking. They be talking. I feel like Don Lemon was, I feel like his shit was coming sooner or later. I mean, it ain't prior to that he had got suspended. Yeah, because yeah. he had uh, said something about Nikki Haley, who is a Republican candidate right. for president. right. Um, she had mentioned something about Biden being old, uh huh, and then he had said something about she being past her prime because of yeah. some other some some extra shit, something either about not being able to bear children or some some extra component he added to it. Um, and they took him off the air for that, and then they put him on a a morning show instead of his right. prime time. Yeah, show. instead of his prime time show. Don Lemon, they don't love you like that. Come back home. Come back home to the black community. You've been gone for 17 years. 17 years you gave all of you to CNN. I read somewhere they said that when he officially had got that job, he literally was immersed. Actually, if you go to Don Lemon's page right now, it still says Don Lemon CNN. That nigga loves CNN, bro. And he's suing them. And he's He's probably going to win, too. Bro, to sue your old employer of 17 years... The money is not going to make up for what they did to him. He's going to be hurting for a while. That money is going to make a little bit, uh, some shit feel a little bit. I mean, he got money. um, And the money that he's asking for is probably worth 17 years. I hope it's worth 17 years. No, I think you make a great point. I think 
as you mentioned, at least with Don Lemon, we'll get to Tucker Carlson in a yeah. minute. But with Don Lemon, you could tell he he enjoyed working. There. He bro, he bro, I used to watch it. Yo, he and he's good at what he does. That nigga, he's good. He he enjoyed working there. You know, everybody had the memes and the jokes about when he did the New Year celebration. The New Year celebration is the funniest shit he ever did to me. I swear to God. So to see him go in such a fashion where he said they didn't even communicate with him. They didn't even, um, they told his agent who told him that he was no longer They don't respect returning. him. Yeah. Nah, they, if you yeah. do that to an employee of over 17 years, you really and truly do not value them the way we all perceived that you did. Because the, the crime does not meet the punishment. No. Like, yeah, he said something flagrant. Right. He should be reprimanded for it. Yeah, but fired? Fired and in, in that fashion? Yeah, and, and the way you find him was all the way fucked. That up. means they ain't fuck with him for a minute. Mad, mad love. Yeah, it, it was trying to find a way. And Ben this was nigga losing off. love off him for yeah, a while. Get, get this nigga off. Let's get literally get yeah. this nigga out of yeah, here. Yeah, get this fuck nigga the fuck here. up out of here. Don we gotta Lemon. find a way, bitch. We made you, Don Lemon. Yeah. We made you. Yeah. So, and then on the flip side, you had Tucker Carlson, which who, was another. It, it was random to me. It as was well. a surprise. It was random. Uh, a lot of people are saying it has a lot to do with the Dominion case in terms of. So within them going through his text messages regarding um, what he was saying about the election and the falsehoods that he was saying on TV, they also found some disparaging remarks that he said about the executives and the higher up management of Fox News. Question number one. When did jobs go to such lengths and measures of getting text messages to uh to to possibly sway their opinion on whether or not they're gonna fire you. So they got the text messages because of the case, not because of oh sh- oh yeah. So they had no choice. He, yeah, yeah, Dominion is suing Fox News. Well, they, they settled. Well, yeah, they settled, which they is settled. the biggest settlement. Yeah, the, for for almost a billy. They yeah, settled. They settled almost, for almost a billy. Almost a billy is crazy from a TV network at that. So when they did that. Some of what they were saying was their personal text messages were different from what they were saying on TV Damn. about <clears throat> Donald Trump and how they felt about the election. So Dominion's whole case was y'all purposely defamed us and y'all knew defamation is hard to, to prove because you have to prove that a person knowingly is telling a lie. They know something different and they still... Continue to do it So that's what happened With Tasha K And Cardi B That's Tasha K shit crazy too Cardi B went to Tasha I guess provided her With some documents And said Some of the shit That you're saying Is false Stop saying it I'm gonna sue you If you don't stop And she still saying it And she it. continued so <laughs> Which in, is wild In that case You are now defaming This person This person has mm-hmm. Provided you with proof That the shit you saying Is false And you still wanna Push the narrative Alright so cool, yeah, cool. I'm gonna see you in court. I'm gonna push this button, and my lawyer gonna send you a letter. And in this case, what ended up happening is now when they went to for discovery, and when they got these text messages, and within those text messages were also disparaging remarks about Fox News's management. And I think he called the CEO or something like that a cunt. Oh yeah, and that was. was the so, that was the nail in the in the coffin. I do like though that. Two major, you know, whether, you know, you liked uh, Mr. Tucker or Mr. Lemon, 
they brought a lot of viewers to that network for for different reasons and at different times of the day. So you got it. You got to give the, these men credit for using their own influence and at the same time knowing what to do to say to rally people up to whether sway with them or not. Nigga, I'm on TV. You're watching me now. I If I got you this far, it don't matter what the fuck I say. I already got you here. I mean, it also feels like this is a bit of a cultural shift. Oh, yeah. Culture shift is happening. One, on the aspect of nobody knows what the fuck Fox News is going to do now. Yeah, are they, gonna, they just got sued. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to put some extreme nigga back in that seat? Or are they going to try to correct themselves, quote unquote, to some point? Still be right leaning, but... Not have niggas out here spewing garbage off the internet. And then with CNN, um, I mean, they've always tried to be a middle of the road, quote unquote, type of network. But Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo were some of their biggest stars and they just let them go. So it makes me think about there's been a moment in time where I feel like creators felt like they had all the power. Mm hmm. For the last maybe five years, or they had more power. You started to see um, artists talk about, yo, I want my masters or I'll be independent. You started to see businesses kind of sway to whatever it was that their employees wanted because the employees could always threaten with, I can leave and go do this somewhere else, or I can leave and go do this on my own. And these moves make me feel like employers are starting to say, nigga, go ahead. Right. If we don't like what you do, we are going to let you go. We're going to let y'all know, fuck it. I don't care how big you are. We're going to let you go. Right. That is a cultural shift to me because you got to kind of connect it to podcasting and what's happening there in the sense of, a lot of big podcasts are not getting the same advertisement deals that they got when podcasting first started. Correct. So the money is kind of circulating back to the power being in the favor of companies. It's all interesting to me. It's very, very interesting to see how this goes and what this means now for new talent uh, within the next decade, especially with AI oh, and all this other shit. AI, man. Owning your stuff and or at least having some stake or ownership in whatever it is, the entity, whether it's the show with partnership with said company so that they have to second guess losing an entire show or whatever the case is, is starting to become a lot more prevalent. AI used to stand for Allen Iverson <laughs> and now it stands for artificial intelligence. Last thing about this, Rick Ross's comments. How you felt about that? I felt it was distasteful. Rick Ross, you should you should have stayed out of that, big bro. Yeah, I felt that was distasteful. You should have you stayed out of that one, homie. I don't know if he was trying to be funny. I I ain't know what he was trying to do, but I was like, this ain't it. Yeah, it ain't hit. Like, it this. ain't hit how he thought it was going to nah, hit. I didn't. The lemon pepper wing. The lemon. Don lemon. Yeah. I, I I I as I think about it more. Nah. It feels disrespectful. Yeah. It feels it. I don't know. Again, I don't know if he was joking or not, like trying to be playful about it. But this man just lost his job, seventeen and, years, and then goes, "You, you could come work for us." If at Wingstop, at Wingstop, I was like, "Like, he, a, he ain't gonna work for y'all." What are you talking? Yeah, about? like, are, do you do you mean doing an ad campaign I mean, with you for some lemon right. pepper wings? Maybe make him a brand ambassador type shit. And you think this nigga's gonna go from being one of the highest rated CNN reporters to to, to, to 
holding up a fucking a chicken, a flat chicken wing, right? <laughs> Talking about you want to get these Don Lemon <laughs> pepper steppers? What the fuck? Pepper steppers go crazy. <laughs> Yo, niggas is really put wild. Put some more uh, pep in your step. Yeah, put yeah, put put put, put some more. <laughs> put some more lemon pepper Yo. on your on your pepper. Yeah, Yo. on your stepper. Pepper stepper. Fucking crying. <laughs> um, Nelly and Ashanti look like they spinning no the block. No matter what I do, <laughs> woo. All I think about is you, woo. Even when I'm with my boo. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Boy, you know I'm crazy over you. Listen, Nelly went that old. This is one thing that I will always say. I don't think every girl could get their man back, but I do think every man could get their girl back. I don't know. That's crazy. Nelly back with Ashanti, the girl that he cheated on a few years back. Is that what broke them up? He cheated? Uh, supposedly, the story goes, Nelly was caught outside in a strip club wilding out. Listen, strip clubs is one of the worst places to, 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 to fight for your partner to find that you cheated on them. Because you had to go. Basically, you paid a stripper to lap dance on you. Or you paid. Or let's say, let's say Nelly didn't pay. But Nelly in the club with strippers. The word alone, stripper, is a temptation enough. Then being in the club with all of these bad chicks that some probably got your chick body type, some probably got two chicks body type, and some probably look like the woman of your dreams that you could never be with, but you're in a club with her. Temptation is going to be there, my nigga. You're you're going to succumb to it if you're not strong enough. I mean, that's why I think it is important to have a partner... That's with the strips. Is is with the shits. That's with the shits, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, don't mind you going out to the strip club. Doesn't mind you being around bad women. But at least, at least in the field that we're in, because we're in entertainment. And the field that we're in, not only is temptation always going to be there, but there's also going to be a notion of nigga. If you do this, you risk losing a lot of shit. So be careful. Right. <laughs> right. Our shit really is tread lightly, my Jedi. Right. Because shit could be a Star Wars in a real second, nigga. Darth Vader is your fucking woman. Nigga, if you don't want to lose her, don't wild out. <laughs> That's a fact. Don't, don't, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, 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 and don't think that when you wild out, she's going to be cool with it. Because Ashanti wasn't cool with it, nigga. That's why they broke up the first time. Yeah, I mean, it... it. They were younger. They were definitely younger. I'm glad. I'm glad Nelly got her back though. I ain't gonna I'm. Lie. I'm probably sure. Part of however she reacted was due to the youth, and the scope of what that looked like in terms of the culture back then. Because the yeah. culture back now, internet would probably get on her if she got upset about Nelly wilding out. At the, I don't know what he did with the stripper. If he yeah, if he yeah. cheated, cheated then. No, but if he just was like letting a girl wild out at the strip club on him and she she didn't fuck with him because of that, I think the common consensus now would be like, yo, let him have a little fun. If you slap an ass at the strip club and the stripper start jerking you off, I think that's fair game. Nah. I think because you, 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 you physically putting your hand on her ass. You don't know this girl. You ain't pay to play. Nigga, you, you paying regardless. Drinks in a strip, a regular drink in a strip club is twenty dollars. 
That's where the drink started. Yo, <laughs> nah, it boy. They was playing this in the strip club when Nelly got cheated on. I mean, <laughs> when, Nelly, when Nelly cheated on Ashanti, this is the song I was playing in the strip club. That particular song. I don't. I won't go that far. If a girl start jerking you off, you 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 took it too far. If, if a girl start jerking you off in the strip club, you, you took it too far. I'm gonna look at you like Panda's friends and be like, "Yo, you sure you good, bro? Yo, yo, don't get that shit on me, dogs. Yo, I'm next though, but." <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, my nigga. Let her get the feeling out for you first. Tomorrow you you gonna explain to your girl what happened. Nah, I ain't saying yeah. shit. Good luck with that. At that point, you gotta call your girl and be on some like, yo, I'm bricked up. Since that's <laughs> that's the new term. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm bricked up. I'm bricked up goes real crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bricked. I'm bricked up. I'm coming home. I'm coming home with the brick. Did you see? And I ain't selling it. Do, did you see what 50 put up, though? What did what 50 put up? 50 had put up a photo with Irv. And it was one of Irv's face where he was like this. And uh, it basically was, was along the lines of, oh, so this the reason why that we that, that we ain't get back together? Uh, no, this the reason why you stopped fucking with me? No, it was, like, it was at this moment that Irv was watching the boxing fight and he found out that Nelly Nishanti was sitting um, ringside. I was like, this nigga 50 is crazy. Just bro. like the basketball game. Just like the basketball game. This nigga is crazy. Yo, 50 is a wild dude. Too. Well, Irv can't fight Nelly. I'll tell you that um, much. Nelly is still bulked the fuck yeah, up. That nigga big. So. Irv, Irv can't. So he Irv might, might take that L. L Irv might want to sit that one down. Yeah, now. take that L. Oh, man, you might want to sit that one down. Now, here's the question. What is, well, what is the question? Because Ashanti looks more happy than she did the first time she got with Nelly. Deadass. Does this give you hope, or not you in particular, Right. but do you think this gives the culture hope regarding spinning the block? I think any man can spin the block. You think like niggas are starting to feel like they, they can and should spin the block? The way <laughs> you make me feel these d- Nigga, when I heard that record, I said, oh, that, that's my record. Any nigga could spin the block, and I'm going to tell you why. Because unless... Shorty had thoughts of killing you. You can spin the block. What makes you think that niggas can always spin the block? Let's delve into that. I think, I think dudes could always spin the block because there's a particular love that a woman develops for you, even if it's crazy. That a dude, and then this this gonna be the fucked up part of this. The dude still has yet to develop for her. She will always love that nigga more than he loves her. And that'll give that nigga an out to always find his way back home. I think Ashanti loved Nelly more than Nelly loved Ashanti. That's why Nelly did what he did. He Mm. didn't didn't fully respect her. Because Ashanti would never, right? Like, women would never, right? Like, she wouldn't be at the fucking um, uh, male uh, strip club and a big 12-inch dick is sliding around her neck. That, That happened, though. Not with her. Yeah, but well, yeah, but yeah, but what I'm that, saying that bridesmaid. Oh video. well, oh, yo, <laughs> that bridesmaid video. Go crazy. She was fucking and sucking, she was man. Fucking and sucking, boy. Oh my god. I mean, I don't. 
I I won't say always. I will agree to the extent of I do think women are more accepting of a nigga spinning the block of, than of a course. man is accepted. <laughs> like if a woman unfortunately goes and fucks up the relationship, cheats on a nigga, niggas genuinely have a very hard time getting over that. Like I, in, I, in consensus. Me me personally, I'm be like, so how was it? It was good. Well, we know you. You <laughs> want the play by play. You know what I mean, want, like I, I want the play want by the video. play. I, I definitely want the video. Yeah, you, want you know what I mean? Because I just want to know. I just want to get into your head about why exactly did you do it? Would I quote unquote be upset? Yeah, a little bit. But overall, I'm be like, you, you did a human thing. You know, you you ain't you ain't supposed to, but you, you did a human thing and you slipped up. And I just hope that you got what you needed from that. That you you didn't. I right, well, you might want to you might want to stay with it and keep doing. I it. mean, to me, I, I think that's a mature response. I don't think mm. there's nothing wrong with that response. I think for me, it's I can get into your head as to why you did it without all the play by. Like, okay, I don't okay. need. I don't need to know. That he, he, he busting he the busting face. your face. <laughs> You rubbed it in like moisturizer. Oh, I don't. Shit. I don't need that. I don't. I don't. Oh, fuck. I don't need the Fenty. You know what I mean? You blushed it in like Fenty. Oh, I don't need all that. Shit. Um. But but yeah, I think your approach in terms of like, yo, what went through your mind? That's exactly what I would do though. And let me see if there, this is manageable. Yeah, because maybe maybe it is manageable. Yeah, maybe I can salvage this. Maybe I could be like, all right, cool. I'm I'm okay with this one off. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a, ma- a mature response. A lot of men can't deal with that, um, as you kind of alluded to. Because these niggas been doing it their whole life, so when it first happens to them, they uh, of course they can't deal with. It. They never, and they never had what they're doing to their women be done to them by their woman. But I, I think that, <laughs> I think it depends on maybe who was like you're you said as well maybe who was more invested in the relationship yeah. at the time than the other because i think a woman can spin the block um but that man has to have been invested in that relationship and i think the key factor to it if she could spin the block by the time she gets to the corner i i need her i need her on these i think i need her on these <laughs> i think what is the key element to the block being spun would be how much development happened in the time that we were apart. So whatever made, did we break up because you had anger management skills, the issues that you needed to work on and a year goes by and I bump into you and you like, yo, I'm in therapy and I've been working on it and I don't, I no longer do that. And that was the main issue between us. If I'm single and you single, might be a door to spin the block there. Nah, I, 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 I could be single. You could be single. And I just might want to spin the pussy. I might not want to spin the whole block. Just you might sound wanna... like you bricked up like designer right now. Everything's going back to pussy. You good? I just might want to <laughs> fuck and just get it out the <laughs> hey, way. Hey, you straight, bro? Especially, especially if I feel like you owed me that. You know what I mean? God damn. Let me do this real quick and but, just get the fuck up out of here. But yeah, I think that I think that, that leaves a door for the block to be spun. And, okay. and in terms of Nelly, the thing about cheating... Is oftentimes people excuse it by saying niggas was young when they did it. Nelly is older now. He won't, we won't expect him to act like that. After twenty five is cap. Anything to me, yeah, I think any, anything after twenty five is cap. Shit, yeah, I, I agree with that. Twenty five. After that, my nigga, twenty five. Quarter of a nigga is cap. 
But I think a lot of people say, oh, you fucked up when you was younger. Yo, I, w- I ain't had my shit right. Uh, my mom was da 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 People tend to associate cheating with a young man thing. Nah, cheating. Bro, there's niggas in their 60s still cheating. Oh, that's a fact. There's people that literally have no business fucking and they still that's a fact. They're still doing shit that could potentially hurt their liver and their kidney. You still <laughs> out here. You still how you still trying to get head, nigga? And you take three pieces of medication a day. You on a dialysis machine, nigga? You shouldn't be getting no fucking head. So now, when you spin the block, mm-hmm. from your observation, right? Does it ever work? And by work, I mean, can you have a healthy, long-lasting relationship? After you spun the block You could have a long Healthy lasting relationship But I think If If you had to Even had the block Spun In the first place Somebody Is already Quote unquote Trying to figure out How they're gonna process If you break up again Yeah I feel like You're on edge Everybody's on edge And the person That got cheated on Is on edge For taking you back Cause this might be This might be Their second attempt At trying to make Something work But deep down inside You still got them Outside looking like A fucking idiot And then you You on the other hand You knowing that You did this dumb shit You deep down inside Um You deep down inside Probably are like Yo um I um I'm only spinning the block Because there was No one else and if there's no one else, that's dangerous. I feel like the issue it's dangerous. Naturally, anything could happen, but I think that possibly the um, percentage of the block being spun turning into a positive thing is low because of those thoughts that are always in the back of your mind of did this person really change or transform from what happened in the past? Are they a different person? I think time is also a big mitigator, right? So if if sometime two, three years have gone by, um, and I think that that's the tricky part about social media too, though, because in in the olden days, you might not see that person for two, three years consistently. Right. With social media, you're going to still see this nigga on your timeline. You're going to see this chick on your timeline. Unless they block you. Unless they blocked you. And then you don't see shit because there's people that have blocked me or there's people that we just fell out of touch and I'll, I'll see them at shows. Yeah. And I haven't seen them in years. I mean, I don't know what the percentage is of breakups and blocking. It's probably high. B- breakups? Yo, breakups and blocking sounds like a... I'm going to save that for our Patreon. That, <laughs> continue that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like that if Breakups yeah. and blocking I like that. I don't know what the percentage is on that It's probably high But um, On the On the other hand of it Where You are in contact You you still see You might be able to see If that person developed it or not Or you might have developed your own Like biases In terms of What you believe This person has done Correct or didn't Within that time And then when you When it is time To spin the block again Not saying that It always has to happen But it, it happens often um, That leaves you In this space I think This This Place where you're Always questioning Did I make the right decision By getting back In this relationship And sometimes Niggas spin the block Cause dead ass Really and truly Nigga you can't spin Other blocks which is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah, you 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 went back out there. 
You thought you was going to get yourself. You thought you was going to upgrade from the Toyota Camry right. to the Lexus, right? Which and is then, a, which is a huge jump. Yeah, you Jeez. you realize your credit score wasn't that. Credibility in these streets is bad, nigga. Yeah, nobody want to sell it to you. Nobody want to give you the pussy. <laughs> nobody is trying to. So now you going back to the last one that treated you right, or the last one you thought was probably the baddest you ever had, or whatever the case. But then. We gotta. We have to mention this before we get off this topic. Okay. There is this idea that you didn't give your best or your all that first time. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna try. I, I gotta try again because you ain't get that best version of me. Or I ain't give you, I was in a fucked up space, so this, that, and the third. So now, you know, you're going to get the real me. Oftentimes, though, it's not that you haven't changed, but you fall into those habits when you get back into that relationship. I'm about to say a real thing. If you end up spinning the block with somebody that you dated and you're redating them again, knowing that they could have dated anybody else, you low-key will always be another option to them. You won't be the only option. Yeah, I think you. It's it's hard. You you you're starting from a disadvantage. Uh, big facts. Everybody's starting from a disadvantage in, in spinning the block. That's my only thing about spinning both the people, block. Both people, yeah, both people, yeah. Because I know when I've spun the block, I've started from a. I'm not taking this shit seriously. This nigga, this shorty is gonna have to show me, like, I should take her seriously. Yeah. And then it was like, I don't even know what she could do to show me. That I should take her seriously Because you already told yourself She can't do shit But just lay down her back And take dick Okay We're gonna Gonna find out If distinguishing Needs me to call a A happy ending masseuse And we'll be right back Alright Um So you had thrown in here About the colleges And is it Still Worth going to college Is 42% Of People with degrees That said that Their degree wasn't worth it there was a census that went out, or survey rather. Yeah, uh, there was a census that went out. I think, uh, I mean, forty-two percent is a lot. Forty-two is high, F- nigga. Forty-two is almost fifty, nigga. <laughs> That's a lot, bro. Uh, what I will say is, for a lot of my college friends that I know that I have, a lot of them, even to this day, they've told me straight up, with how everything is going. It's not like they could even use their degree that they have. They they would have to go back to school for an additional five, six more years only to um, be hoping and praying that when they finish and get, you know what I mean, another degree or two more degrees that they can operate in their field. And then some of my friends told me straight up, they just got the degree because it looked good on paper to get a particular job, but that's not what they really wanted to do. They only did it for the money. And it's like, niggas is just priorities when it comes to majors and then actually being in the real world, operating in that field. Um it's like you're only doing something because you have to survive. You're not doing something because you actually thrive in that industry or or you want to thrive in that industry. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, you kind of touched on it, but there are two major points, I think, highlighted um, regarding degrees, especially with my uh, journey with education. Mm-hmm. The first is... A lot of people don't know that just like everything else, 
there's a game that needs to be played in terms of your degrees. You can't just get any bachelor's degree or associate's degree um, and think that it's going to put you in position mm-hmm. uh, to make you successful. Unfortunately, that is the lie that we've been sold. Mm. So in, in high school, you're all we're all taught, or at least our generation it was heavy for, right. is when you graduate, you got to go get a degree. Mm-hmm. Don't matter. Just go to college, get a degree, and that's going to put you in a position where you'll make a lot of money or you'll be successful enough to take care of yourself and your family in the future. And for our generation in particular, that was not the case. As right. soon as degrees came in, the economy changed. And it was like your bachelor is, is like a high school diploma. It's, it's almost no different. You're going to be put in an entry-level job. You're going to uh, make entry-level money. You might make a little bit more than the person who doesn't have the degree, but you're still essentially in the same position. Right. As opposed to if you get a master's degree, you might be automatically put in management or you might be automatically put in a position where... You're making a certain amount of money. But on top of that, the type of degree that you get matters a lot. If you get a sociology degree, bachelor's or associates, you might as well have gotten toilet paper to wipe your ass. Right. Like that that's just the reality of it. Those type of degrees are setups for other degrees. You need a master's or you need your PhD in that field before you start to see Lucrative amounts of money Or like, literally like Fully understand I right, cool It might be worth it now Cause Yeah because The, the bachelor's aspect of it yeah. It doesn't it, it doesn't open many doors Nah that That, that weight game is over you Now know the I mean? The areas where If you get a bachelor's You might be put in a position Where you'll be alright Is like business mm-hmm. Business management mm-hmm. And now Accounting maybe Accounting for sure you know what I mean um, And now you're starting to see the rise of like tech jobs mm-hmm. and coding startup companies and shit yeah so if you get your bachelor's in computer science and things like that oh, yeah you're good you let you know what i mean something in it is over yeah you're coming out with at least 65 75 off rip and that's starting with a bachelor's yeah for sure um and they said cybersecurity is cyber one security of the- is becoming a big i mean it was already big i know a girl personally me and you actually met her on a speed dating uh, event um, she's doing lucratively, lucratively well because she gets government contracts. So her shit is out of this world right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, every fucking five minutes, she's fucking at a restaurant. I'm like, what the fuck? She don't cook. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> fuck. Goddamn. <laughs> you never see that bitch cook ever, nigga. <laughs> ever. Um. R.I.P. to Harry Belafonte. Facts. Uh, R.I.P. to Jerry Springer. All right, we, we got uh, got two theme songs to say. Oh, damn! <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Um, I saw a post, and the post was like, um, it had the photo of Samuel L. Jackson's character crying when Leonardo DiCaprio's character yeah, and they was said killed, it was Jerry. and it was like, that's Jerry, and we, the black person, crying over Master, and I was like, so we can't love Jerry and and love Harry Belafonte. 
I I don't that that's a false equivalency with Jerry. I think that's wild. Jerry um, Jerry was out here for everybody actually. Yeah, every there was hillbillies on his shit. It was everybody. There was niggas with no arms on his shit. He was exposing every fucking coach. There was midgets about, talking about talking about he was attacking black people and exploiting us. I'm like, all right, yeah, y'all, y'all going y'all going too far for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, nah, cause that you know what that is. Y'all y'all wasn't there with with OG Jerry. Nope. You wasn't there when, when Jerry first, had the Ku Klux Klan on yo, that shit and was wilding on them niggas. Yo. You wasn't there for that. that that's what it is. <laughs> Somebody. So I, no, it, it was. I think it was Mouse. This nigga put on his page. Jerry is the reason why he know what a transsexual is. I was like, this motherfucker. Which is kind of true. Jerry had certain things on his show other shows were staying away from. Yeah, Ricky Literally. Lake. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Lake was probably the closest thing to, to Jerry. But she had that, you know what I mean? She had that, that incident, so she stayed away from everything. Yo, Ricky. Oprah had a whole different path ahead of her. Uh, Oprah Oprah was Oprah was on the Jay-Z path before Jay-Z was on the Oprah path. But that's the thing, though. So Oprah had set a standard because she had Ku Klux Klan members on she, her yeah, shit, she too. Did, but it was just a particular way that she had It was the on. way that she she did it, Montel yeah. Jordan. Come Mon- on, oh, if you wasn't shout here, out to Montel yeah, Jordan. If you wasn't here oh, for that fuck. that that era of fucking toxic daytime television, toxic daytime television, stay goes out of this crazy. fucking conversation, bro. Toxic daytime television goes crazy. Yeah, like if y'all niggas was watching Jerry in 2015, y'all ain't really it seen Jerry. We talking about Jerry in the early 2000s. Yeah, we talking about 2005 Jerry when a nigga was sick, got a little cold, you had to stay home. Guess what? You throwing Jerry at 11 o'clock, you was good. I was about to fucking say, Jerry was one of the first shows, literally, that had tape. Yo, we had tapes of Jerry. The Because remember, Jerry had Jerry uncensored as well. Jerry, because Jerry right. had strippers on his show, prostitutes. Yo, Jerry, Jerry Springer shows used to get real crazy. Jerry was different. Jerry was a different motherfucker, bro. Oh, my God. And as you mentioned, it was, it was more than just... The black the, people getting yeah. exploited on that shit. Yeah, he was. Like, come on. He, first of all, I think I think he exploited white people more than anything. I think he did too. To be honest, he had the wildest looking white people wildest on it, like literally trailer park people on his show. The real hillbillies and the real uh, rednecks was on his shit. The people that actually hated black people was on his shit. He had everybody there, and he made everybody look goofy. So right. that was the that was the name of the game for that show. I mean, I, it, it's that simple. I don't. I think it's a bad false equivalency, and I think it's, I don't like to use this term, but I think it applies here. The social warriors, the social, you know, warriors thinking, uh, cultural warriors trying to create a narrative and jump on everything when a white person does something. I think right. that's corny. You know, like, like Jerry wasn't that. Jerry wasn't one that was just sitting there saying, ooh, black people, let's find a way to put, you know, no, niggas was volunteering to be on that show. That's a fact. And because they volunteered to be on the show, Jerry said, fuck it. Yeah, it was <laughs> all right, cool. You know what I mean? And then back in the day, people liked to to see us being represented in some way, shape, or form. I'm not saying that was the best light. Right. But niggas wasn't oftentimes, you know, getting a good look or any look on daytime television. Listen, Jerry Jerry wasn't the motherfucker who, who, who coined the term, you are not the father, all right? If y'all want to attack anybody, go go attack Maury. Facts. <laughs> now Maury had a lot of niggas on there. Maury has exploited us more than Jerry, and Maury's still alive. Y'all gotta remember that. <laughs> That's fact. And I still fuck with Maury. I so still I fuck with Maury, so yeah. I don't give a fuck. When Maury died, nigga, we we the same way. Fuck that. Shout out to to Trip. About to play this clip, and we about to get into this conversation. I heard you. Um. 
a pretty emotionally intelligent dude. I've noticed that there's only room for my emotions when they're convenient for the woman that's asking me to be emotionally intelligent. That any emotional labor I do that's not for her convenience or not that she's something she specifically asked for, that either goes unnoticed or when I'm saying something that's not favorable, the shit gets used against me and it becomes about how she feels about what I said and not about the shit that Ladies, I said. Ladies, he making some too much sense. Somebody cry. Somebody cry. Um, so he went viral for this clip he on definitely. Twitter. Oh, okay. It, it then translated into Instagram. That motherfucker go. He, he he went crazy with that one soundbite. He went crazy with that. Um, oh, only the intellectually sound niggas understood what he was saying. Now, everybody didn't get that. Everybody didn't get that. Nah. How you feel about? I would I would say that you are a uh, intellectual. I mean a. Uh, Emotionally intelligent individual I would say the same about myself Right um, I think that's really For me I think that's just because I look at arts And um, Artistic expression Differently Like I, I'm an artist But to, to the core I'm a poet So I'm tapped in with my emotions Differently than other people So I think that's what Actually makes My emotional intelligence My intelligent Emotional side um, like factor actually even be a thing So whether a woman is fucking with that side or not Bitch you gonna get it If you a hood bitch And you do something to me And I'm upset I'm gonna cry Now how do you feel that <laughs> I'm gonna cry How do you feel that has been um, Valued or accepted within your relationships Within my relationships You know in general I think over time You know for the girl who might laugh at you know when we first start fucking together you know nyc condoms oh my god you use those and it's like bitch the same company that makes the other ones makes this too um or you know the girl who uh doesn't go to <laughs> they go what the fuck are you talking about doesn't uh <laughs> I, I was triggered um <laughs> <laughs> Please bring it home for me Because I don't know what the fuck <laughs> hey, NYC Connors got into an emotional intelligence uh, <laughs> This nigga went on a <laughs> This nigga Started having a flashback Started having flashbacks <laughs> um, You know to the girl who's never been to a poetry show And then you invite her to a poetry show And now she's like damn Like I didn't know like this was a thing You know what I mean um, I think it's benefited me more than it's benefited them because there's still girls that whether we're together or not, they're still not um, connected to that side of themselves that they need to. So there'll always be a side of them that's always extremely immature. I guarantee the day when I actually announce I'm married or I got kids, those girls will even become more miserable because Prior to that happening, they still haven't done their shadow work. They still haven't done what they needed to do to um, get that side of themselves up to par. So, of course, everything. I think a woman who's always money, 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 there's a side of her that'll never be fulfilled because she's not tapped in with herself as much as she is with the money that she's trying mm. to get. She's just she's just so disconnected from her inner um, spiritual awareness that she is literally succumbing to all of the toxic energy that's around her or all of the toxic um, ways that um, she feels like she needs to be in order to survive in this world. I mean, and again, especially if you're living in, in a capitalistic society and you feel like money is 
um, you know, your pride and joy, you know, if you feel like money is something that means more to you than how you feel about yourself, then you will forever, baby girl, be lost in the sauce. And you, you'll, you'll never be able to, to fully appreciate dudes who are emotionally intelligent. I think I think you highlighted a good point that I'm going to um, circle back to. Um, maybe since World War One and Two, I would say this is probably one of uh, one of the times in history where women are working more than ever. Yo, immensely. And two, three, four, five jobs. Part of that is leading to the idea of survival by any means necessary because a lot of at least it feels like a lot of this generation isn't used to the expectations of working as opposed to previous generations uh, which might have been a little bit more used to the idea of homekeeping uh, while the man's responsibility was solely to work. And then you had that revolutionary shift mm-hmm. between the 70s and 90s that essentially um, fought for particular types of rights and, and equality. And now even a cultural shift to expectation that as a grown woman, you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. You have to at least be independent enough because there's no guarantee that a man is going to come into your life. And even if a man does come into your life, there's no guarantee that you don't want to put your life and your happiness on hold for any man. Right. Um, Some people convolute that message to mean women are saying that they don't want no man or they don't need no man Mm. some women are saying that but i don't think that's the overall message the overall message is you're a grown adult um and there's going to be a time in your life where mommy and daddy can't take care of you and that's way different from the 1950s where the idea was you stay with your mom and dad until you got married and that man then within that those marriage vows are saying that he is now responsible for taking care of you as in the same sense that your mom and dad did Exactly. It's not that anymore. It's, no. We're all grown adults, and if we want to marry each other, it's because we actually like each other and want to be together as opposed to need to be together. Um, and because of that, now I'm going to tie it together. This is where some of these conversations about masculine energy and feminine energy start to come into play. And what we're really saying, because all of that is bullshit. I'm sorry. Right. If anybody's going to get offended by that, I'm sorry. But there, there's no real masculine and feminine energy. There's socialization. You get socialized in a masculine way or you get socialized in a feminine way. I, I could definitely see that. And a lot of what that means, I think, for a lot of women is survival. Masculine energy is survival. Masculine Trying to survive. Is survival. So having to quote-unquote provide for myself is survival and we're being put in oftentimes areas where you might have a disadvantage right because there's still some wage gap differences in the workplace between men and women Mm. there's still sexism that goes unspoken about 
and uh, unadjusted in the workplace. So you still may have feel like you're at a disadvantage in these places. And that makes you feel like, yo, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be in this environment. I'd rather be in a different type of environment. Um, But through that, as you mentioned, you're starting to see some lose some emotional intelligence. Yeah. I don't. And this is the realest shit I'm going to say. As masculine as, you know, we know a lot of men to be, you know, that hardworking guy who goes to work every day, that guy who's putting food on the table for his family. I think his woman or the girl that's also doing that, but doing that alone, she's more masculine than he is. She has way more pent up anger, aggression than he does. She will be the first to lash out probably faster than he does. She'll be the first one to also lose her job before he does. And a lot of that is either socialization or right. a lot of that is the discomfort of being in particular places um, and doing certain things. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've worked with some, and this, this can be across the board. It's not just right, a right, yeah. man-woman thing, right, but right, right. I've worked with particular individuals that go to work and think they don't have to do nothing. Oh, shit. And Oh, wow. I never heard of that. That's wild. Asking them to do what's in their job description to do. Upsets them. Upsets them. That is, now that is asinine, nigga. That, I saw that word. That's asinine, (laughs) nigga. That's what? And that is, (laughs) I think, something that pops up. And when you feel certain types of stress, it takes away from your emotional intelligence. Hell, Hell yeah. When you're in a stressed environment or stressed mindset you ain't really thinking straight you're not worried about how what you say or what you do may impact the next person Mm -hmm. you just want to get your point across or you want to get these emotions out you don't care and because of that and because we give a pass this is where the gender uh situation does play a little bit of a factor we give a pass to women when it comes to emoting And letting their emotions be seen and heard and felt. We give them that pass. And so there is no holding that accountable. But when Mm. a man does it, you're outside of the scope of what a man is supposed to be doing. Right. According to whatever societal rules that are out there. Yeah, because if you do that, you're a weak man. The same woman that has a vagina is calling you pussy. That's an oxymoron. And then the same woman who feels you doing too much is going to call, oh, you must be gay, you sissy, sissy boy. Those are the only two paradigms. A man who starts to show that type of level of um, emotional intelligence is seen weaker than or less than when he starts to actually show that shit. To the woman that is not on board with that in terms for herself, if she doesn't already feel like she's an intelligent, emotionally stable woman, if she don't agree with that for herself, you will always be seen as the lesser than. The you got to get your shit together, my nigga, because you over there crying. I'm over here just talking to you. And to wrap it up, women will ask for this type of man. Here Some we go. here we go will ask for. And we always say it, right? They want the the thug Mm -hmm. who knows how to articulate himself. Mm -hmm. Um, 
can bust a gun. Mm-hmm. Got tons of money on him. Tons of money in the tons bank. Tons of money. Isn't affected by any type of trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, can put her in her place, but not talk to her roughly. Mm-hmm. Like all these like contradicting factors. <laughs> right. But also within that, I don't know how many. There are a lot of women that are doing the work. Right. But it seems like sometimes the women that, that ask for these things aren't. Nah. So what they're asking for is something that they're not even equipped to deal with and or are bringing to said situation themselves. What they're asking for is not real. They're delusional. This is some. I'm not saying everybody. This is some. But <laughs> oftentimes the ones asking for this from their end of their partner and when they get confronted with someone who actually right. fits that role, they don't know how to do any do. They don't know how to deal with it because they're not equipped themselves. You asking for an emotionally intelligent partner. And then when you get one and they start to show you that emotional intelligence or they start to break certain things down or they start to illuminate certain things to you, you're doing that out of trauma. You need to correct yourself before you come at me. Now you sitting there like, oh, he's emotional. Yeah. He's like, what is he doing? This isn't manly. Right. Quote unquote Because women know what manly is Because they'll, they'll tell you one or two things Because I grew up with brothers Or I got a lot of hood dudes Or my daddy was a manly man Alright That still don't mean you know what it is yeah. Like you The woman Actually know what that is So I think the common consensus Is at least for me And my experience has Definitely been until recently, I've come across a lot more emotionally intelligent young women as of recent. But in, in my past. in my past, I've definitely dealt with a lot who have asked for that, whether they've been in like a really, really traumatic situation before meeting me um, or not. And they wanted that emotionally intelligent individual that could understand them and also be able to articulate their emotions and or express their emotions because Trip did make a differentiation between articulation and being emotionally intelligent. There is a difference. Someone right. who can articulate themselves may not necessarily be emotionally intelligent. And right. someone who's emotionally intelligent may not be able to articulate that. Right. Um, it's true. But within that, they would be asking for that, but they would not be bringing that to the table. The moment they got upset about something, instead of breaking it down and communicating it, they're yelling and screaming right. and calling names. Um, when they're feeling some type of way, instead of asking for a conversation for us to get to a common ground, they're hiding, they're sneaking, they're being elusive about their thoughts and their feelings. So, yes, all those things go into emotional intelligence. And if you're not able to provide that, then I'm not saying that you shouldn't ask for it, but you need to do the work before you go and seek it. Um... So you had sent the clip regarding Christian artists doing and secular artists working together. Yeah, that was with a uh, uh, shout out to Lecrae and um, what is the other young ladies? Uh, was that was that Kiara Shepherds that was with him? Uh, let me look it up. Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, Lecrae is a Christian uh, rap artist. I've been following Lecrae for years prior to Lecrae even doing uh, music with um, um, secular um, artists. Um, and long story short, uh, I think Lecrae, even even when he was talking on the show, I think the problem is, at first, the problem was when Christian rappers were even doing Christian rap. 
because Christian rap was still a brand new concept and idea. With Tasha the, Cobbs. Tasha Cobbs, right. That was still a brand new idea that was being introduced from uh, men and women who prior to, you know, getting saved and giving their life to Jesus, they were, you know, just secular rappers. And when they started to change their lifestyle around, they still didn't let go of the rap aspect. They just changed it towards the churches and, you know, God's liking in terms of rapping about Christian stuff and what Christians go through to maintain their Christian status. And this interview basically set the stage for the criticism and the backlash that a lot of Christian artists or people who consider themselves Christian artists went through or go through when they do music with secular artists. One thing that I didn't fully see the whole thing, but I would love to hear Kirk Franklin's take on this. Mm. Kirk Franklin does a lot of music with, uh, with secular artists. Kirk Franklin got so many damn songs of Connie that's unreleased is insane. So what are yeah, your thoughts on that? Good that that's a, I mean, I think that's a great point. Um, There is a thin line, I think, between chasing the life of a secular artist mm-hmm. while trying to maintain mm-hmm. the perception mm-hmm. of a Christian. Mm-hmm. And that thin line is very, very hard to tote. Mm-hmm. And so that is where you can't differentiate the criticism, whether it is uh, warranted or whether it's hate or, or just not being used to this idea of this these genres meshing, right? Like the secular aspect of things. And I think it's brave on the Christian artist's palette to kind of like... Even be, shed a light on that, yeah. Be willing to cross over, be willing to do a, a record with Nikki and understanding the idea of, okay, well. <laughs> I didn't even know she did a song with Nikki. Crazy. Yeah, doing a song with Nikki and being like, all right, well, this might allow my message to translate to this crowd. Correct. And that's what they highlighted. They right, kept saying, which was dope. You know, well, when I did this record, I got hit up and people were saying, you know, this, this record made me believe in God more. Or which this, is fire. This record brought me back. To uh, religion or Which whatever have you, right? And and if you're on that side of the fence and that is your your mission, then you did your job. You definitely did your job. <laughs> you right. did your job. You know when Lecrae did the song with Ty Dolla Sign, I was because that that song is a fire song. But I was like, Lecrae did a record with Ty Dolla Sign. This motherfucker be talking about bitches and hoes. But the record was a good record. I mean, and you you also got to keep in mind if you're going to keep it biblical. Jesus didn't necessarily hang out with the classiest of classy people and That's say, true. Jesus has some wacky friends. Right. That's a fact. You, he didn't sit there and say, you have to maintain this group of individuals. He was around prostitutes. He was around thieves. He was around different people. He was around friends that literally sold them out for pieces of silver, dogs. And with, <laughs> when he was around these people, it was about... The salvation uh-huh. of it. So right. there's merit in that argument of, hey, I'm doing this because this might help me 
uh, create a lane where I'm saving more right. individuals. So if that's the mission and the goal, I think that that is a dope thing to do. Now, here's the flip. Here's the flip side. Is a different aspect of the argument. Because matter of fact, don't tell me I got it. Because if I got it, then, yeah, we're we going to have a different conversation right now. But let me see if I, I got this clip really quickly. Because there is the danger, as we mentioned, in chasing the life of the secular artist. And listen, I'm not mad at whatever you want to do with your life. <laughs> right. Because clearly I'm not a Christian artist. Right. Um, so if if you want to be secular deep down inside, but you found this pathway to fame and notoriety through being a Christian pastor or being a Christian artist, that's cool. But don't then try to use your newfound notoriety through religion to try and live the life of your favorite rapper. And some people are doing that, hence this clip right here. And it was spread to them. We don't make it rain on booty cheeks. We don't make it rain on strippers. We only reverence one stripper. And that's the one that took off glory to put on humanity and then get butt naked on a cross to die for both you and me. The only stripper I'm in love with is Jesus. That goes, that goes crazy. That clip will forever be crazy. And he's the one that puts that bread in my pocket. That bread. Yo. Yo. I'm not mad at the. I'm not mad at the reference. It's kind of poetic, it, right? It, 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 it is. That would do phenomenal on a poetry slam. That would do. <laughs> that, that would do phenomenal. On that's a great. A that's, that's great. A poetry. Poetry right there. Right there. Amen, Father. A, Amen. A, Amen. <laughs> Tabernacle. But to turn that in it, my pocket, turn it into a rap song. Right a after, rap song. Crazy. He put that bread in my so, pocket. That, that bread, bread in, in my, my pocket. pocket. Come on, son. Well, like you want to be a rapper. It's a little cheesy. You want to be a rapper, bro? Pony, you you don't want to be a pastor. Yeah, you trying to you trying to be future with that. I'm sorry. You want to be you you want to be brother future of the twelve descendant saints. <laughs> Hallelujah. Like that's what you want to be, brother. My bread in my pocket. Like yo, what are we doing, dogs? Yo, and the band right there, like fucking idiots. Uh huh. <laughs> this shit this shit gonna slap in church on Sunday, dog. Like and, and he had to write that. Okay, so. I'm gonna say we don't. First of all, how you know what happened in the strip club? He he, bro. He was probably the number one tipper. You sound like you frequent the strip club quite frequently. often. Frequent. It sound like you watch Pussy Valley. Uh, Pussy Valley frequently. <laughs> Facts. Frequently. 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 <laughs> and then secretly. <laughs> secretly. Secretly. For sure. He the, he sound like he has a lot of uh, a lot of emotional intelligence. 
you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a lot of that. God, God forgive us. He he has a, he has a lot of that going on. But I think I I, I think that's where the, the the line is, right? Because there are a lot of pastors, especially within the new age pastors, the too, new age pastors, out. They and out. Yeah, boy. their idea is we have to bring the youth back into the church yeah, because the church like, is dying out. We gonna we gonna show them why they shouldn't like it or why they shouldn't glorify it. But that's not what they do. They they glorify it themselves. They they, they and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just be real about what you're doing. They amplify it. Yeah, yeah, like like I don't I don't find anything wrong with trying to update the way the church teaches right. and recruits and gets new members and right. saves lives and from the the mission statement of trying to save people right um i'm not i don't that there's no issue with that update that shit because that's the only way you're going to survive in this day and age but a lot of them i think are crossing over from just updating and being a little bit hip and being a little bit edgy to really trying to be a entertainer listen but just using the genre of religion and and non-secular them creflo dollar td jake passes is out of here yeah, that that generation, that generation is over. done. They're done. You got the Todds now. Mm-hmm. You got this man. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they're doing, I don't know if you saw that clip that was about Easter. They they incorporate a lot of theatrics in their shit too. Right, my man's was on stage with pyrotechnics and yeah. shit. That's a that's a lot for me, bro. That's a lot for a church service. Hallelujah. You going to Easter Sunday? You go? Are you going to a scissor concert? Maybe. You're going to both. I don't. I don't you're going know. To both. You, you're going to one, and then you're going to scissor. Cause I don't even know if I seen Elephant Man with pyrotechnics yet. I have never seen Elephant Man with pyrotechnics, and he's Elephant Man. So you out doing Elephant? <laughs> you out doing Elephant Man who looked like an elephant? <laughs> I don't think he looked like. I don't think he looked like an elephant. Let me find this clip though. Let me find this other clip. Yo. So a man goes on a date, um, oh, with another man, right? No, he he went with a woman. Oh, he did. And uh, the bill was seventy two dollars. And uh, well, I thought it was two guys. Nah, it was a it was a guy and a girl, and the bill was seventy two dollars. I remember that. And he asked her to pay half. Yeah. What, what was it? What that came to like? Carried the two, carried the two, carried the two. Um, why? Why did he leave his house? <laughs> he was better off staying home, and they they could have had a Zoom date. I I'm not I'm not mad at her for being upset about that. I'm not mad at her either. But why did he leave the house? I'm mad at him for I'm mad at him for leaving the house. I'm I'm in the same boat as you. You should have never left that house. Why did you leave the house? You should have waited till you're 72, became 144. If you was waiting, if you pause, if you was waiting uh, for your for your check to clear, right? If 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 you ain't get paid for the week, if you got paid for the week and paid bills, the date is rescheduled until a further notice. Yeah, you gotta be. A, listen, we gotta bring Shane back because people need to start to operate from the mentality of all right i don't want to be 
put in a goofy situation. So let me just, we spoke about this before. Yeah, we did. We said, you know what I mean? When you are going on a date, there's certain things you need to put in a certain type of perspective mm-hmm. so that you don't find yourself looking like this man. Um, I, I'm pretty close to finding this clip. Gotcha. But yeah, now you have mentioned that we've all been here before. I'm, I wanted you to clarify that for me. I've been on dates where, and this was like younger, like younger me. I've been on dates where the bill either came up to 50 or $60 and I only have 42 and the girl had to pitch in. Yeah. Had, had to, had to pitch in. And when I say younger me, I'm talking early twenties. Well, here's a, here's a clip right here. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. This guy asked oh, me to dinner and God. had the nerve to ask me if I was going half. He took my drink back I already drank out of. He was staring at me. I think he knew I was recording until he said this. Yeah, so uh, this bill is $72. So, uh, thank you. This bill 72. So, listen. The dating etiquette is it is simple. We're going to change the conversation since we've done this already. We go back to one of the older episodes. I can't even tell you what number it was. We don't know what number that was because um, it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> go fucking back to dumb. one of the older episodes to talk to to talk about dating etiquette in terms of just like the flat conversation around that. We'll talk about dating etiquette because as you mentioned, right? right. Young 20s you might bump into a wall. Definitely going to bump into a wall. You might bump into a wall in your young 20s. Dating etiquette is a little bit different. The dating expectations, I think, are different between 15 and 21. Hell yeah. At 15, fifteen, you shouldn't be on a $300 date. At 15, you are operating with the money that your mom or dad gave you. That's it, my nigga, or some little fucking part-time job you got. Or a little part-time job that you had. That ain't paying you much. Right, so... You might run into a wall, and that's okay. Your girl will probably not even have the expectation of not bringing any type of money, depending on how her father or mother told her to pr- represent herself on that day. If they smart, they said bring money, but it got to be just in case emergency, not a paying for mo- paying for shit. Right, right. Especially, especially on the first date. And okay. I say up until twenty one because you're in college. Yeah. Some people, you know, a large part of the country will be in college at that point in time. In fact, right. And so. You know what I mean? You broke college student. Literally, if you got a job, you working at the library. Yeah, you might. That might be an Applebee's date. Yeah, the you know Applebee's I mean? date gonna be at least fifty dollars. Now, twenty one to twenty five, expectations a little bit different, but still, in my opinion, you still in the in the zone of like most women that I've dated between that time were okay with whatever the fuck I came up with. Me, me too. Even if the date was like we're just gonna watch TV, if the date. That couldn't be the first date? Nah, that wasn't the first date. But they weren't mad at that date. Right. If that was the first date, then we fucking. But between 21 and 25, if I suggested that the first date be a picnic in the park, there was no resistance on that. Of course not. I didn't I didn't get any pushback on that. I never fucking forget one time my parents were supposed to give me money to go to the movies. And no no exaggeration. I think all I asked them for, I'm, I'm being honest. Cause at the time I think movies was only like seven dollars or, or or some wild number like that, and I was like, I think I asked them for either fifteen or twenty dollars, and they was like, no. 
And I was like, bro, how am I going to date? Right. That's all I need. All I need is twenty dollars. Right. Did yo, this must have been like two thousand eight. No cuffing in the club. Give me twenty dollars. They was like, nah. I couldn't go. I was embarrassed. I, I couldn't go. Cause my parents was dropping me to the to, to the movie too, like to meet the girl. Damn, to get dropped to the movie to not have the bread. Nah, to not take have twenty dollars was with, crazy. Yeah, it'd have been a bad Cause, I, Cause in my mind, this is what I thought. I said, I already got the tickets. The twenty is for the food. For the food, food we gonna fucking right. eat at the theater. Right. Popcorn might have been three dollars. I was right thinking there. at the time. I was like, popcorn is five. I'm already down to like fifteen. Great. There's still enough money to get us something to drink and hey, maybe some chips. Yeah, yeah. They ain't give me shit. Damn, damn. But it happens between it, it that def- time it frame. It does happen. It can happen. And I think she felt bad. That's why she let me finger pop in the theater. But yeah. Okay. But yeah, right. it, was, it was bad. Yeah. Clearly, my masseuse idea did not come through <laughs> <laughs> on our break. But, but, yo, you got to get that handle. Got to get that handle, bro. I know you like to go on like your your little abstinence runs before your birthday and shit like that. I feel like one of those happening right now. You go end up like designer. Gotta relax. Gonna end up like this nigga, man. But um, yeah, I feel like I feel like fifteen to twenty one. There's there's probably not a lot of expectation, but the parents are mostly involved. They 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 they. They're they're instrumentally involved. Right. They, they need to know where you at fifteen. If your mother don't know where the fuck you at, you really don't like you really be running the streets. Right. She ain't right. got no control over you. My right. mom knew where I was at. Right. And they they might be dropping you to the date. And picking you up. They might be picking you up from the date. I was on Jamaica Avenue. Fifteen years old, Jamaica Avenue, my mom was picking me up. They they were instrumental in that. Up until let's say eighteen to twenty one. Then you kinda have more free reign, but you don't got the funds like that. Nah. Twenty one, you might uh, you might have like a uh, now I won't say a decent job, but a you might you graduated. Maybe you got a full time, maybe you got a part time. Still, a lot of people still have part time at that point in time. That's true. To twenty five, uh, it still I, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. There's not that much expect. You still could bump into a wall. You right. still, you will. Yeah, you talking about <laughs> maybe a sweet chick date. And back then, sweet chick is almost like McDonald's now. I was but about to say, yeah, sweet chick is definitely like McDonald's now. Yeah. Back then, but. You talking you talking about dates that probably haven't been a sweet chick in a minute. When was the last time you saw a sweet chick? I don't know. Maybe a year or two ago. God damn, I haven't been there in a year. That and what, what was the other spot? Uh Pies and Thighs. Oh, I never did Pies and Thighs. Really? Yeah. That shit did. Yeah, that sound na, crazy. Na, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nas is like a co owner of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah that sounds crazy. Yeah. But um yeah, you're talking about maybe a, a max hundred and fifty dollar date mm. back then. Max, mm. um, and you had you was you was lit if you was doing a hundred. It probably was a hundred dollar date to be honest. I was about to say hundred dollar date between twenty one and twenty five. You might run into a wall. You, you might run into a wall. You could because a hundred dollar date if you twenty two and a hundred dollar date and you only make eight dollars an hour. You running into yeah, a if, wall, if, my nigga. If if you're not accounting properly, which you yeah. probably may at not at the be, end of that week. After tax, nigga, you're getting like $144. Yeah, you might run into a wall. You might run into a wall. I'm going to be in some Brahms. Um, Now, 25 to gears, 30. Yeah, the gear the gear has shifted ex- exponentially <laughs> at this point. 
Put that the fucking shit. The, Put that shit, shit in third. The Toyota came into a Viper, nigga. Yeah. You in a Viper now, boy. Yeah. If you don't know what you're doing in the Viper, get the yeah, fuck by, out the driver's by, seat. By 25, you shouldn't be running into no walls. You like really that. shouldn't. I mean, you still will run into walls. You shouldn't be, is what we're trying to say. You shouldn't be running into You anyone. may run into walls, but at that point in time, you, you should be able to, one, calculate your pockets mm-hmm. well enough, and mm-hmm. then also calculate the dates well enough to know, oh, I have the money to do X, Y, and Z. Oh, I don't. And the expectation of dates at that point in time. By 25, you shouldn't be surprised that a woman is probably going to ask or, or be expecting that at least in the first date, you're paying for it. Right. And the first date, nigga, we're talking anywhere between 150 to $250. Easy. Which sounds crazy for a first date, but we got to be honest. These restaurants ain't coming down on these prices. That's number one. Number two, the most expensive things at these restaurants is the main course meals and those, bro. The appetizers is the same prices as the drinks. Some some of these drinks is actually one meal. Yeah, and that, ass. and that's where you run into the wall. And that's where you can run into the wall. So you got with a shorty that want to knock back three or four drinks, and you know that bitch love to drink. She nigga, she drink you out the fucking club. That's that's where you that's where you spending the bulk of your money. To be honest, I think this is how we got to start thinking before we get to the next topic. If you go out on a date and you know Shorty likes to drink, in your mind you got to tell yourself she's gonna she's gonna uh, get between two to four drinks. Off rip, you got to be accounted for between sixty to seventy five dollars just for drinks. You got to tell yourself that. Yeah, just for drinks, and then depending <laughs> on who you dating. Oh man. She she might try to start on you. Nigga, get, she might she might get that lobster. Might get that crab. She might bowl. get that. Li- so you gotta account. You gotta account for the high end. Fifty and up, my nigga. Yeah, you gotta look at that menu online. <laughs> online and, first, and, and account for that high uh-huh. end item, and be like, just in case she get this, I gotta I, bring an extra hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, do I have it? And if the answer is no, stay your ass home. And if you do have it, are you in a position right now to pay it? Right. If 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 you pay this, are you gonna be upset if? The night ends and you just dropping her home because you, you thought that you paid for a ticket. You thought you paid for some poems. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's like, "Oh, I got work in the morning." Right. So if you if if it's gonna cost you that much that you're gonna be upset, probably shouldn't do it. Now at our age, yeah, thirty and up, baby. You know what I mean? I'm I don't even go on dates unless <laughs> unless I know that I'm gonna either a have a good time. Or I'm AKA, invested A.K.A. Smash No No A.K.A. Smash No No We really gotta help you out brother <laughs> I got bras in Atlanta okay. <laughs> I now When I Curate my dates I make My nigga sh- said curate <laughs> When I curate my dates My nigga said when I make the agenda for my dates I make sure that there's a component of the date That no matter if that person is a blow or not, I'm going to enjoy myself. Shit, she night. better be a blow, nigga. <laughs> she better be a blow. So I always incorporate something that no matter what, I'm going to walk away from it feeling fulfilled so that I don't feel like I completely wasted my time. And that helps me to determine whether I had a good time because of the person or I had a good time because of the event. Like, I think that, and we spoke about that a little bit. I always right. add some type of activity or just something that is worth a memory. That's something that's worth taking back from this moment. And again, it, it definitely helps in differentiating. Because if I already know that that part of me is fulfilled, like I'm I'm having a blast just based off of the activity or event, 
and I'm feeling some type of way on this date, that's it's you. Or if I'm having a blast times two, then this person is adding to to this situation. So yeah. I would say between thirty and you know thirty and up, that's how people should probably look into the dating. Is yeah. like, yo, how to have a good time, right? Without it necessarily being contingent on that person, because you, if you're dating new people that you don't know much about, you're trying to get to know them. You are gonna run into that wall, that right. type of wall, right. as well. So I think that that's the different etiquette between the ages, because. Like you said, the, the gear shifts really quick. Really fucking quick, <laughs> nigga. One day you in a fucking uh, Viper. I mean, one day you in a Toyota Camry. You know what I mean? Next day, nigga, you in a Hummer, and you know how you don't know how you got in that bitch. You don't know what's going on. You spending eighty dollars just to fill up the gas. You don't know what's happening. <laughs> you don't know what happened. Yeah. All you know is that, nigga, if you don't fill that gas tank up, you're gonna basically be just hustling backwards. If you don't make sure that that girl. Uh, has full attention mode on blast of you, then you're gonna have problems. Um, speaking of problems, Black Mirror is back. Oh shit! Yeah, new season. That was a wild. That was a wild show. So for that to be back, oh, it's about to be ten times crazy. I already know I, that. I think it's really, really interesting in this particular in this client. particular climate now. Yeah, where AI fully you know emerging. Well, with a lot of the things that they said would were coming in the future actually being present. Right, like that the, metaverse shit. There's there's a lot uh, in in regards to the automization of your family members' voices and mm-hmm. putting that into like a teddy bear, which or something. is a real thing now. Yeah, it's a real thing now. Legit, you could you could literally order that shit and it comes. So with all of that happening, it's curious to see what the new episodes will touch on and speak on and maybe illuminate as. What's next um, beyond what they've already kind of, I won't say exposed because that makes it seem like they have hidden information, right. but what they've already predicted um, to happen. So I'm Are excited. excited. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for the show. I mean, it's one of my favorite shows. Is Anthony Mackie back? Um, I have no, cause every, that was a one-off type of scenario. And they, that's one thing about the show that I love and I hate is they experiment Season one was probably one of the better season. one seasons. was probably the best season, dog. Yeah. Season one was a wild season. Season one to three season. was fire. Okay. I think season four was the one with Mackie. With season four was the one with Mackie, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And he... His character was... That was a wild character. It was a wild season, but it definitely... That, that focusing on one particular thing, yeah. I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it as much. And then I think the season after that was like two or three episodes. Or yeah, some and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it ended pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. It was it was quick. So I'm I'm hoping they're returning back to the like ten to twelve episode. I want I want what if to come back. Mm. What if was real good. You talking about the Marvel one or which nah? One? Uh, the 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 one with um the the lady who wrote the book and then her husband, not her husband. Um, the other lady's husband. Um, started to like have an indirect affair with her because the lady needed that woman to help her with her company and her company ended up giving her mad bread. But the trade-off was if my company gives you this money, I got to sleep with your husband. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think I ever seen that. Yeah. What if on Netflix now? Um, Facebook watch series have been canceled. Listen, Facebook getting tired of us. <laughs> Facebook getting tired of us. I think Facebook 
is clearly showing that they are tightening the belt, their belts. Yeah, meta, face, meta is, yeah, me, yeah. The, the metaverse is metaverse ain't playing with nobody right now. Meta, so Meta has lost money on the metaverse. Meta has definitely lost th- th- millions of dollars, I should say. Meta, because it, it's not moving as fast as investors thought it would, mm-hmm. and it's also um, the crash of the digital currency era. Oh yeah, Bitcoin era fucked the game up. Yeah, so now that 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 is not as big as a thing, right. this idea of buying virtual land, I think people are just sobering up to this idea of this virtual landscape of if you invest in it, it's the future, um, which it, it still will be in some way, shape, or form. But in terms of what its impact will be, might be shifting. A lot of, even us included, feel like there might be a moment in time where, again, they're going to put you in a box and they're going to say... You really have a mansion when you go into the metaverse and you can feel it and this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. All of that coming together, I think, is going to take a lot of time, though. Um, and with that, on the opposite end, you're starting to see a lot of the advancements on, on the outside in terms of AI and, you know, there's there's um, virtual reality, but then there's augmented reality. So there's a lot of different areas where there are investments. And uh, as I've been saying, that the future of, right. of technology can go in humanity. So you've seen a, a crash, not so much a crash, but you've seen a decline there. Um, I don't think the original shows were giving them as much money nah. as they thought. Nah. Their their flagship was Red Table. I was about to say, the flagship for that brand, the Facebook Watch brand, was the Red Table Talk. Yeah. Right. And, and that's no longer And that's no longer a thing. Yeah, and, that, and they started, to, I think, to see a decline after the August joint. I was about to say, to be honest, the August thing is probably, it's so crazy. Not the August Alcina thing, haha, <laughs> but that slap. That slap is the shit that, that made everything go left. I, I would point to August and I'll say this. The reason why I think August messed them up is the whole idea of the show was transparency. And Correct. transparency being a safe thing to do and trans and transparency on the red table talk being a safe place to do it. When August came out with what he came out with, it showed or I guess reminded people mm. that being fully transparent mm-hmm. could also be detrimental. Nigga, I will augment your whole reality now. Yeah, yeah. You, you're you are now seeing your whole brand and now your husband has to come on the table and people making memes about that. People made memes out of Will like a motherfucker on that show. Emasculated him, made him feel some type of way. Mm. And I think that it made it less of a vulnerable space and people started to see, or I'm talking about the guests. I'm not really talking about um, viewers, but people started to see it as maybe this vulnerability thing ain't, ain't all it's cracked up to be. So I feel like the August thing was the the start of the downfall. Damn. I think the Will Smith slap the added Will Smith to slap it. added a whole nother dynamic to it. And the, his slap now gives uh Chris Rock special even more validity, which is crazy. All right. Smokey is out here talking about his penis. Smokey Robinson. <laughs> Ashford and Simpson set the party. We gonna set the party off right. I don't know what it is about this recent trend about men talking about their sexual experiences, Listen, but I don't like it. Vlad TV 
is the culprit in this story, okay? Wait, he said this on Vlad? He said this on Vlad. What is what is Smokey doing on Vlad? What what was Smokey doing? I have no fucking idea. Once I saw him being interviewed the way he was and I heard that voice, I said, how the fuck did Smokey Robinson find out that about Vlad TV? I'm blaming I'm blaming Boosie Fair. Boosie has done more interviews on Vlad than Vlad has done on artists. I'm blaming whoever his handlers are. Because these niggas is out of pocket. Why why would you have Smokey old ass on Vlad TV? Why Vlad TV of all places? So he says he had a affair with Diana Ross. I said they he were, had an affair with Diana Ross. I just I'm I'm I don't I, know if he's telling the truth or not. I just don't understand why we needed to know. I think he's telling the truth. He's he, old. he probably is. Diana Ross hasn't said anything. He's she if she say anything, it's just gonna make it worse. She yeah. shouldn't say shit. Tracy Ellis Ross might say something though. I'm sure Tracy the way Ellis he said Ross. it, you know, oh, we was just working on something and things happen. That happens all the time. It sounded, bro, when he said that, I said, oh, so this is how, um, this is how um, Swiss Beats got with Alicia Keys. He said the same shit. Oh, this is how um, Janae got with Big Sean. All right, cool. I mean, it, it happens, especially. <laughs> In entertainment, it's too, it's too common at this point. Yeah, in entertainment, you especially if you're a singer, if you're a singer, songwriter, it's producer, and you end up in the studio, them studios be dim lit. Studio sessions is wild. They sometimes have a lot of liquor involved. You want something to drink? I mean, I, I know we getting ready to work on this record. You need something from the store? Yo, go bring them uh, twelve bottles of Douce. Why you need twelve bottles of Douce? Sometimes they're private studios. The niggas then built in their house. Why you need? Well, if you got a private studio in your house, and Are we you, talking about Diana, Diana Ross, and Smokey Robinson. If if Smokey hit up Diana and was like, "Yo, come through," I got the house studio. She's not saying no. She's not saying no. He got he got the state of the art house. We we talking about Smokey Robinson back in the day. Back in the day, not smokes because Smokey Smokey smoked out right now. Smokey Robinson, that nigga smoked out right now. <laughs> Cause he he was he was definitely smoking some shit when he said this bullshit. Yeah, I don't. I, Why I just the don't, fuck would you say we we could have we could have went on without our, without with our lives without this information? I don't like men going on platforms talking about who they smash. I don't like it. Like I think it's corny. <clears throat> like what what do you gain? Like you're either doing one or two things. You're trying to be clickbaity about the name. Like oh, I bet y'all didn't know I I put I got this one on my rank. I got this one on my list. And it's crazy because Smokey said it so smooth, too. He didn't even say it in like a cocky way. He just he said it in a very smooth ass way. I'm gonna give Smokey a pass and maybe he's older and he thought he, you know, he was just he probably, kicking it. He probably don't think about it the way we internalizing the he shit. He probably man. was just kicking it or thought he was just kicking he, it. He thought he was kicking it, not knowing this shit about to be viral, nigga. The yeah, fuck? Like, oh yeah, nah, I had a affair back in the day. Actually it was Diana Ross. Like he probably thought he was just saying some shit. But no. I just don't like the I, I don't I don't know. I don't like the idea. Maybe I don't uh, understand because I'm not at that level yet. But the idea of someone asking me about my sexual experiences and without the consent of the other individual, I then put their business out there. That's but, how I look at nigga, it. Nigga, but were you shocked? Because, nigga, this is was this was just as shocking as when we found out that Bobby Brown kicked Janet Jackson out of his hotel room. That's all I could think about. Mm. When Bobby Brown, because Bobby Brown had that... um. Bobby Brown um, had his own BET um, special, and the dude who plays in um, uh, a Ghost Book Two, um, he was playing Bobby Brown, and there was a scene in there where um, 
Jenna Jackson was in a hotel room and he kicked her out. And I was like, oh, shit. Wow. Well, we, we didn't need to know that. But OK, fuck. Damn. Yeah. And I, I might struggle with that, too. I guess the only difference is on those documentaries and stuff. BT documentaries make, go crazy, bro. Yeah, you can make an argument that this is some form of public record. Yeah. But then again... BT shits go crazy. Some of it is definitely private stories that, that they get from people. Right, and then they and put they, in the actual story, the, like the bigger picture of the story. I guess the only caveat there is because it is considered a product of uh, fiction, you're not supposed to take it. As law, as right. serious as something else, um, I don't know, dogs. It's nasty work to me. I don't, I just don't like the idea of that. I don't like the idea of of kind of someone probably sitting home minding their business, mm-hmm. and they turn on their phone and mm-hmm. go on, and now they're seeing one of their sexual experiences just out there. You I mean, don't know what type of danger that might put them in. Imagine she was at church just having fun with her grandson, and yeah, boom, boom. Smokey Robinson Smokey Robinson <laughs> Set the party We gonna set the party off right Let's see Let's If you're dealing with a woman Y'all just start kicking it Y'all just start talking And she asks you for money Straight out the gate Or when she just started getting to know you She asks you for money She don't like you like that Damn She basically needs compensation for her time Damn, Damn. And her energy or whatever. She of her time sounds up. crazy. She don't like you like that. When women like you, they are almost ashamed to ask you for something. They're almost ashamed now, to this ask the point you for I money to talk or about. favors and shit like that because they don't want that to turn. They don't want that to turn you off. So always be mindful of that. But the response should always be, hey, listen, you know, I don't just give my money to any woman. I reserve, you know, provide and financially for women who are exclusive to me, who I'm in a relationship with. And that should kill that. If I like that response though, I ain't that gonna is a, hold that's you. That's a good response, but a lot of us ain't going. A lot of us ain't going down that right, Playboy. <laughs> I mean, a lot, a lot can't pull that one off. He pulled it off kind of smooth. He pulled it off kind of smooth. That hey. nigga look like a built nigga. He got a dark voice. <laughs> he, he got he got a he got a deep voice as is. Hey, you know what I mean? Listen, I reserve that to for fuck. women that's in. I'm in a relationship and exclusively, right? Exclusively with. You feel me? Like. <laughs> A lot of I, I like that response, that. right? Yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of men don't got that swag. Do that you gonna feel like there's women in the past that have asked you for money and they were taking advantage of you? For sure. I mean, that's Damn. not even a question. Damn. All right. Yeah, that's not even a question. I thought I, thought, I, thought I was doing something with that one. Yeah, right. da, 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 da. Right, I mean, cool. I think the part where he said the women who are a little bit ashamed to ask and or receive things from you that go crazy are the ones that really like you because. They don't want to turn you off by coming out the gate asking for money. That, that go crazy. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm 50-50. I feel like anybody can ask you for money. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they think low of you. Mm. Also think the I agree wi- with that. I also think the women that ask you for money, they probably know that you're a good person. So when they ask you, and if they know you like them, you're probably going to give them the money just because you like them, not because they think you're a good person. They know you're a good person default. They see what you do online. They've had other conversations with you, and they feel like in that moment, especially if they ask (coughs) ask you for money, they're depending on you to give them that money because they're in a bind. 
Now, I don't think when they ask you for the money, they would respect you anymore if you ask them for the money back. Because there's women that have asked me for money and I've never fucked them. I've never um, did anything with them sexually. And I've been knowing them for years and I've given them money and I've never asked for my money back. But you couldn't do that with them. Yeah. I, I mean, on that point in itself. Can't do it. Asking for money back with, with women is definitely a tricky thing. Asking for money back from women is more trickier than you asking a woman for money because the first thing she's going to tell you is, I should be asking you for money, nigga. Yeah, it gets tricky. It gets super tricky. It gets tricky. I will say I agree with the point. So I think that... This is too from too pronged on both sides. Uh, like if a woman asks you for money out the gate, I do think it's a red flag, but I think the reasoning for it can differ. Like on one hand, they could be in a bind. They could be in a bind. And they may see you as some form of comfort. Mhm. Um sugar daddy it it it's still a red flag because if I'm a stranger to you and this is straight out this is right out the gate one of the first things that is a turnoff, the hundred percent facts. I'm I'm keeping it stacked. If we only been talk I don't care if we've been talking for less than three months and you hit me with I need money and it's not like a super super emergency and even if it is a super super emergency. My first thought is how many people in your life that you've had in your life for decades or maybe even just a few years that or family members that you, you didn't even reach out to you. that you're coming to me first before them. Either a you didn't try this trick with them a thousand times and they don't want to give you money because they know that is you really just not responsible or B you think that because there's interest there. I'm going to play the fool for you. Right. I don't like that. I don't like that. Right. So that's that's one. But on the flip side, a woman who may be a little reserved with asking you for things, I think it may be out of respect and it may be out of, like, I don't want this man going out of his way in a way that um, would make him feel like he no longer wants to deal with me. Mm. But I, on the yeah. flip side of that, oftentimes when a woman is very, very, very adverse mm. to you spending anything on her, that is a sign that she don't fuck with you like that. Damn. That is a sign that she don't see you in relationship. Like if she's like constantly like, no, I got it. That's okay. Or. When we do go out on this date or when we do go out, let's do 50-50. She's trying to show you she's trying to show you that she doesn't want you to provide too much because she's not invested enough that like she wants you to get the wrong idea that this is going somewhere. Damn. And and that that's the other side of it. So you you get the hyper independent woman that sometimes is just like I'm so used to doing things on my own and I'm so used to not having people do things for me that when a man is saying that I'm my first response is always going to be no. Or my first response is always, no, nah, I'm good. And then you have on the other end of it, 
the woman who's trying to show you politely and nicely that I don't want you to provide anything for me because I know that your providership is going to come with an expectation that this is in a romantic space and it's not. Right. I can't fulfill that. I don't want to fulfill that. Just give me the money. <laughs> no, don't give me shit. That's what she said. <laughs> but but uh, let's let's talk about this. The most when I look wicked. But this is be, and I'd be like, brother. I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> what I'm, is happening? I'm gonna tell you why because I know what you, you look, look like, like now. So when you're, dri- <laughs> I know your base. <laughs> And I'm cool with I your base. base. I'm good. So we that means rock. I know what you're going to look dog. Okay, okay I got exactly. you. Yes. <laughs> That's the man's thought. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what she looks like with nothing on. I'm good. Yes. She's going to look mm-hmm. like that for the next 12 years. Yeah. Niggas was talking like this was anime. I know her base form. I ain't going to hold you. There is somebody that. I've come across in, in the poetry circuit. The other day I had a show. And I seen her. Hadn't seen her in a minute. And I was disappointed. I almost spit this shit out. <laughs> I was disappointed. What, what, what happened? What you mean? Online. To me, she's a bad bitch. She's so bad. When I could have shot my shot, I did not. You were scared? I was scared. I'm not going to hold you. I was like, damn, she bad as fuck. But I, but I realized that's some good music. But I realized, <laughs> I realized she's only bad as fuck online. In person, when I saw her, I mean, I know she told me she was tired and shit. And like, I saw like, the natural her. I almost wanted to say, you should go put some makeup on. Disrespectful. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just being honest and transparent. I personally didn't like what I saw. I was like, damn, this is what you look like without the makeup. So you prefer to, to meet your women base now. I need to see you bear. If you got a mustache, keep everything. <laughs> you know, some of these black girls, they got a little mustache, they got their hair sticking out the chin. Keep everything. Don't shave nothing. This nigga said, keep everything. Keep so that I can make a real informed decision. Bro, we be online and we get, you know, whether it's. You know, it's filters, it's makeup, it's, it's everything, bro. But we can't, and 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 we're in a day and age where it's even still hard for men who get their bodies done and they dick enlarged. It's hard for these niggas to be accepted. It's an AI face, right? But you we've been dealing with women doing this to us and the algorithm for a whole decade. Literally, Instagram. Instagram, y'all ready for this? Instagram turns 10 years old either this year or next year. Instagram is an old platform, dog. But women and filters and fake shit elevated that motherfucker. Elevated that platform. That ain't, that ain't even the same platform no more. I don't even know what the fuck this shit is no more. Is it Instagram? I don't know what this is. I think it's important to see somebody's base for sure. At, at, at some point at in some, the dating Bro, place. I... I, I I honestly couldn't believe it, dog. I was like, "Ain't no way 
this the girl that I'm gawking up, put all these hearts on a few years back. This is who she is in front of me. Especially if your first interaction with them is on fa- on online. Bro, I wasn't even heartbroken. I was dick broken. Cause my it- dick broke <laughs> in my hand like designer. <laughs> Shit was broken. <laughs> if you are, yeah, it's moving moving right along. <laughs> Keep going forward, dogs. Um, if, oh. <laughs> if- up and down. <laughs> Bend it, bend it, bend it, bend it. Man, okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, you my everything. I wanna. <laughs> this show was all crack. This show's all a pure steroids. Pure, like pure white. <laughs> pure white. You know what I mean? Like dipped in cocaine. <laughs> this weekend is Cinco de Mayo, nigga. Uh, <laughs> hey, my friend. <laughs> uh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, I think the base, you gotta, you gotta see, you gotta see the base in the beginning at some point. Just like for ladies, you gotta see your man when his hair ain't cut. He grew it out a little bit. How homeless are you willing to? To accept when he get a little homeless looking, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah, nah. I gotta know what it looks like when I I see your blemishes. I gotta know if you've been covering up a mole, cause you can make a mole a different color. Uh, what? Huh? Wait, what? Sometimes with the makeup, they be covering the moles they got on their face. They make make it the same color as they skin. I didn't know that. Yeah, so you gotta. That's scary, though. All right, bro. <laughs> so, but but chicks want niggas to be real and all that. Are you sure? All I'm saying. Are you sure? I'm just saying you gotta. You, you, the pool date is a little necessary. It's a lot of pee in this bitch, man. Yeah, like you gotta see what the meeks look like. Are you cool with her and her meek? I'm I'm cool with that. I know that a lot of, of, of black women, you know what I mean, for protective style purposes, will put a wig on over some meeks. I'm cool with it. I, I but I still want to see the meeks. At some point, I, I would like to see what the what you <laughs> and the meeks look like. So, um, scary. Yeah, yeah, it it, it can be. Um, I have a friend who. That's all he he don't even he don't like you with makeup on. He don't want to see you with makeup. Oh, so 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 he really want to see the fucking mustache. Yeah, he and, wants to know what you were like with no makeup on and the beard follicles. All right, cool. Natural hair, all of that. All right, cool. I mean, this guy keep bringing up beards. I don't know, man. You, you had never, a bad experience? Nah, but you've never dated a girl that had some some hair right there. I've dated some Haitian chicks. Shout out to my Haitians. Dated some Haitian. That's racist. I'm serious though. I've dated some Haitians. Why? Why do you have to point out that they was Haitian though? Because (laughs) every type of woman has hair on their chin and and, and not visible. Yes, niggas. (laughs) Every type of woman has visible hair. For me, not if I'm kissing you and I don't feel it, it's not there. I'm just saying. Maybe not every woman has hair, but oh, okay. every type of woman. Okay, not just Haitian women. You know what I mean? Because I think with Spanish women, it's easy to point out the mustache. Okay. All right. <laughs> Spanish listeners go fuck me up this weekend. 
shit about to get flagged. Shit about to get flagged. Real. You try bad. to put these on YouTube. Listen, I don't know, man. Listen, if, you listen, about to get I'm flagged. just saying, if you, if 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 you got a thicker mustache than me, there's a problem. But I want you to also keep your mustache. So I want you to be supernatural. Wait, what? <laughs> Think of what? I'm, I'm just saying. I don't want you to go get the tape removed. Nah, keep that shit. Just don't let it grow higher than my shit. That's all I'm saying. You can keep your mustache. All right. Um, what? Right. What? Um, what's tough not? <laughs> what's what's that? <laughs> like I said, cause what's that? <laughs> Uh, what, what we got? Uh, <laughs> tough not tape it up, okay? Tape it up. What would dad say? <laughs> dad, dad would say when your man's is bricked up, <laughs> tell him to handle that before he comes on the podcast. He gets on a plane. <laughs> He gets in the Uber <laughs> Or he's around other women Oh oh god and When he's around women And he bricked up And he acting like Like, like, like my man So it might, might be a bad Might be a long night <laughs> Yeah, yeah you might got You're night. gonna do a lot of uh, Explaining and apologizing A lot of apologizing You know my man's is, I don't know I don't know why man. he I don't know why he acting like that A lot of masturbation Another episode <laughs> Another episode of that I don't even know If I wanna sign off like that This is just another episode <laughs> God, don't put no name on this shit Matter of fact We gonna lead out like this This is how we gonna lead out oh, <laughs> Yo peace